la 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 Welcome to People Seek Meeple. The board game problem so far. <laughs> this is episode 10 for anyone who's counting. Yeah, an extra special episode. Yeah, which is twice as many episodes as we had five episodes ago. Wait, hold up. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, that's good math. <laughs> yeah, so I had to get out my calculator. We're still in Poland. Which I think is the first time we've recorded two episodes in the same country in... in- might have happened in Greece, because we did two in a row there. But it doesn't happen often. It does not happen no. very often at all. No. Today, Today, we went and visited Portal Games. We did. We found this studio. It was kind of tucked away somewhere. It took us a couple of walks up and down a road to find it. But eventually, we got there. And my goodness, what a treat it was. We, uh, we met someone at the door, and we said, we're early. And he said, come in anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was great. We had been emailing to organize coming to the studio and seeing how it all goes. And the person that we were emailing wasn't in that day and no one else knew that we were coming. Yeah, so it was a fun surprise. (laughs) They were so confused. But they were still like so accommodating. The guy that met us sort of passed us off to this other guy who gave us a quick tour. So, you know, we're like saying hello and shaking hands with designers and graphic people and promotions and sales teams and artists and yeah, all sorts. It was great. I think we met just about everyone. Yeah, most Um, most of the team. Yeah, and then we got to hang out in the lunchroom or the boardroom. And we even played a game. Which we'll talk about a wee bit later i would also just like to mention that on the very first episode of people seek meeple i made a joke about portal games letting us come and see their house after after i talked about uh, i think it was nirishima hex and i was talking about how much i liked nirishima hex and portal games and was like hey nudge nudge portal games if you're listening let us come visit and they definitely didn't listen, but we still got to, <laughs> but we still got to come and visit. So this is our like arc. This is our ten episode arc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here at People Seek Meeple, we like to answer your questions about what to play next. It's true. If you are not sure what game is suited for a particular group, mm-hmm. or you're ha- you have an event coming up and six people coming, but they all like different colors, what do you do? Yeah. Or if all of your friends are businessmen and they don't understand board games, what do you bring then? Who knows? We know. Get new friends? That's, hey, it's okay to have businessmen (laughs) friends. I mean. They are not their jobs. Don't force board games on people that don't want to play them. That's true. It is much easier to turn board gamers into friends than it is friends into board gamers. I got to get that on a t-shirt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Anyways, uh, you can email us questions at peopleseekmeeple at gmail.com. Or you can go on to Reddit. Reddit. There we go. I did it. And find our subreddit, r slash peopleseekmeeple, and make a post on there. If your question has a time limit, let us know in the subject line. And if we've already answered a very similar question, we might refer you to a previous episode, but we will always email you back. Groovy. Just before we get to our questions, we have someone we'd like you to meet. So we mentioned at the the end of the last episode that there might be some kind of super special surprise. And it turns out... We did it. We did it. We, 
we snuck into the headquarters of Portal Games and they didn't notice that we were there. We just sat down and eventually people started talking to us. Uh, and we've, we've managed to sneak in a quick interview with Ignacy Trezevic. Did I do that right? Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> Ignacy Trezevic is my name. Uh, but he was doing his best, so... <laughs> I was wondering, um, since it's sort of the 20-year anniversary... Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, over the last 20 years, what has been your most valuable lesson? I guess patience. Here in Poland, we record a dedicated vlog where I say about the history of the Portal games. Each Monday, we release a one-hour video. So this is like hardcore content for our fans. And I'm presenting the products from the uh, old times and I say stories how we developed uh, and I had a lot of patience building this company and now many people heard about Portal games and people know Robinson Crusoe, Olympia Cetras, our games but back then 20 years ago I was just a young dude you know who, who dropped the college and um, dreamed about uh, becoming designer and, and publisher uh, and it was very difficult at the beginning uh, there was a lot of financial problems and products that didn't sell but I was you know believing the success and I was patient enough to be in this situation as I'm here so I guess a big big lesson mm, if you believe in something just keep doing that and at some point at some point maybe it will work for me it worked but uh, it was years uh, of hard work you go all right good answer <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, Portal Games is obviously a company that uh, you know, creates their own games and publishes them. Uh, but you also, uh, like I've noticed internationally, there are a lot of games that aren't published by people yep. that work here. Um, how did uh, how did that transition happen, and how do you decide which games to pick up? Yep. So uh, for you, for customers in America and uh, different countries. You know Portal Games are the developers of the games. We release uh, two or three games per year, like Robinson Crusoe mentioned Detective last year, for example. But here in Poland, we are one of the major publishers mm, who brings licensed games, as, mm -hmm. as you mentioned. And uh, last year we released uh, more than 30 games. So this is like almost every other week there's a new release from Portal Games. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you see the, map, the calendar here. This is for the first half of the year. I think this is like... 20, 30 wow. titles oh, yeah. that we yeah. are doing. So there's a there's a whiteboard for our listeners covered in post-it notes and uh, each magnets month, yes, and with each month and a and a yep and a, and a big old list of games that are coming out on each of those months. Uh, so here in Poland, uh, we release a ton of games and um, we managed to have a very good networking and know people from different uh, publishers. And when we see Kumir not doing Blood Rage, we say, okay, Blood Rage is freaking awesome, and we'd like to do Polish edition of this game. Yes, we get the right for the for the uh, for the Blood Rage. Then we look at the Istanbul, great Euro game from Germany from Pago Spielmann. This is great. We want to do Polish edition. And now we have a uh, lot of partners, international partners, Yellow, Simon, Renegade Games, Pago Spieler, etc., etc. And uh, we choose the best games from the catalog, not all of the games, because they will be insane. But we choose the best games um, to release in Poland. Here, as you can see, look here behind you, uh, Mage Knight. We do Polish edition of Mage Knight, for mm -hmm. example. So we are a gamers company, and you know us that we bring, uh, we, that we develop gamers games, like Robinson Crusoe. But for Polish market, we also license the best gamers games for, for Polish market. So, and these are like two different companies, basically. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nice. Cool. I think I can kind of guess, but I, I'd like to hear from you because we're two different people, just in case anyone had any misconceptions about that. <laughs> uh, what's the best part about working here? Yeah, we would need to ask every single employee, right? Yeah. At this moment, we have 16 employees full-time, so this is a big company. For me, what drives me, of course, I love games. Of course, I, I love designing games and all that, that stuff. But for me, I'm waking up and I love the busyness and the chaos. Like, I'm coming here and there's always something happening. Like, literally, you are visiting us here today. And you saw that today we received from the manufacturer the very first samples of our new game. And this is uh, one of the events of this day. You see in the second room, room I have a intense playtesting of the other game. Mm -hmm. And you see different employees doing some stuff and asking me things uh, because we are preparing for the biggest convention in Poland, Percon, in three weeks. So we're preparing for the Percon. We have sales team who is right now at the meeting with the, the new the company that does our web store. And like in every single room something is happening. And this is exciting for me because it's my company and these things that I care about. Mm -hmm. So basically I'm waking up uh, every single day and there's all this stuff going on in the company and I love it. I love the business and the, the, the things happen. And be, because it's all dedicated to games, it's even better. Yeah. 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 That's great. My absolute favorite game is Nirishima Hex. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're pointing at a poster. Um, I, I picked it up uh, not really knowing very much about it and I just ended up playing it obsessively. I would take it to friends' houses and we would play it uh, not like competitive, both try and figure out the, the best. best combos. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was great. It was like we were playing a puzzle against each other but also kind of cooperatively. It was, it was strange. But what I was wondering is how did you make this like obscure, I mean not, not for Poland obviously, but this like obscure Polish role-playing game into this internationally sold abstract strategy game yes we were so first of all the game is set in the Naroshima world post-apocalyptic world because mm -hmm. before we did the board games we were role-playing game publisher mm -hmm. and for years we were doing only uh, RPGs and our main biggest success RPG was Naroshima role-playing game which was set in the post-apocalyptic world and when we started to you know know about board games and start thinking about maybe we should do some board games because the market is changing it's okay this is our strongest ip naroshima rpg so let's do a board game in this strongest ip and michael Rick designed naroshima hex and it went very good for us for polish market but then there is uh, exactly your question in america nobody heard about naroshima role playing game because mm -hmm. it was not translated so you ended up with having a very good board game set in the world that nobody heard about Yes, and yeah. that was a task for us to do some marketing, you know, magic uh, to convince people that it is interesting world and interesting board game. We were very lucky. It was 2007. We went for our very first Essen, first time in Essen, small booth, small publisher from Poland. Nobody heard about us, but we were lucky with two things. First of all, back then we got in Poland Game of the Year award for Nagoshima Hex. So all the press media, when they were you know browsing the list of the games released in that essence during that essence they said okay this game got the game of the year i should check it out so we got the attention of the press it was very lucky for us and the second thing that was uh, extremely lucky bruno Faiduti, a very famous designer accidentally was visiting poland a few weeks before essence because his wife was from poland and i knew it 
and I sent to him to his email. Bruno, I, I know that you have a wife from Poland and I know that you are visiting Poland. Maybe we can catch up and meet. And he said, yeah, sure, I will be in Poland. So I met him. I presented him in Hiroshima Hex. He liked the game because it's a very good game. And he wrote post about it on his blog. And back then it was a very popular blog uh, of Bruno Faidutti. And so many people read about Hiroshima Hex just before Essen. Ah, and this small publisher from Poland, never nobody heard about it, in this with this small booth got super attention mm -hmm. and we sold the game and we got success. But it was extremely lucky that Bruno, Polish wife, he visiting Poland, like there's so many things that had to happen. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I was lucky. We did homework, we, we had a good game. Mm -hmm. But besides that, we were very, very lucky. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Yeah, just the right place at yeah. the right time yeah. and taking opportunities yeah. when they yeah, when we, they and come we, up. we squeeze it to the maximum, right? Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. Do you have any other questions before I ask the final question? I, I don't have any other <laughs> okay, questions. Okay, now this is very important. <laughs> okay. Who would win in a fight between Bruno Cathala and Uwe Rosenberg? Oh, that is uh, for sure Bruno Cathala. Like what? <laughs> for sure, for sure. I I know Bruno Cathala. He, he and he could win on so many different levels. First of, <laughs> first of all, he wins because I know him personally and I don't know Uwe Rosenberg personally. So right, this is okay. the first yeah, point yeah. for Bruno. Yeah. Okay. Then, because I know Bruno, I know that he's so fun. Like this is the funniest. I'm, and now I'm serious. He's the funniest designer I ever met. Like most of the designers are quite funny because they are intelligent people basically. Yeah. But Bruno is like he. Everything he speaks. At the end, there's a pun. Always, like always, whatever he says, there will be a joke at the end of the of the sentence. So he's funny. I haven't, I never met Uwe, so two to zero to, to Bruno. And because I know Bruno personally, uh, I know that he loves sports. He is a uh, biking. He is uh, doing uh, in the mountains. How do we say hiking? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So so he's fit. I don't know right. Uwe, but three points for Bruno because he's <laughs> so it is like. There is no challenge like this. Is just Bruno is winning. Uh, on a serious note, uh, most of the designers I, I I know are very cool people. Like they are mm -hmm. very, very nice, very open for everybody, very very funny. Bruno is one of the of the kindest. But even the 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 story before with the Bruno Faiduti. So he helped the small publisher from Poland. He had you know no reason to do that. Mm -hmm. But he played our games. So hey guys, you are you are good guys. I will write about your game in a blog post. Yes, it's so one of so this is one of the many examples when designers just help out other guys. So it's one of my favorite things about uh, just the board gaming hobby in general is uh, it's it's all about being open and inclusive and like yeah. I, I don't know. There is a this this amazing convention that Bruno Faiduti is doing, gathering of friends for Bruno Faiduti, and I was invited there for the first time. I was super surprised. There was all these big names from French designer scene. So Antoine Bauza, Bruno Catala, Bruno Faiduti, Serge Larget, like all these big names, and they are hanging out together, drinking wine, and working on the prototypes and helping each other. Like there is no like Antoine Bauza hiding his prototype yeah. because mm -hmm. he wants to win Sweden. There is no. They are all together drinking wine and helping each other and hey Antoine you could fix that and they're helping each other so like for many fans they might imagine that there is some competition and some struggle between the designers no they're helping each other out and my first time being there and they invited me and welcomed me and were very kind for me and Ignacio congratulations on Robinson because it was I was invited there when I uh, published Robinson 
very friendly people very, mm-hmm. very, very, and very helpful and if they just finished playing Robinson Crusoe then they were probably uh, sad because yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because they win like 10% of the time yeah. I also love Robinson Crusoe yeah. I describe it to my friends as a game that actively hates you yeah uh, <laughs> lots of small mechanisms to kill you yeah. yeah yeah. I think it makes sense I mean there's not a lot of other professions that are based solely around having the most fun that you can have so it makes sense to work together yeah uh, I, I talk about this with Mike Fijerov who is uh, also super nice uh, designer uh, and we're talking uh, designing games is basically designing uh, items products to make people happy yeah. to mm-hmm. socialize so Apparently, we designers are social because we are doing social items, basically, mm-hmm. right? So this is uh, nice, nice to think that uh, these guys really, really making you having fun with your friends. Yeah. It's a great. I can confirm that all the designers we've met have been delightful. It's true. Yeah, especially at Essen. Like, you could just, like, they'd be so busy doing all, all yep. kinds of things, and you'd stop and be like, hey, and they'd stop, they'd just drop yep. what they're doing, and yep. yeah. 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 Cool. I think we can conclude our... Interview yeah, that here. wraps it up. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for having your time. me. Thank you're you. so busy today. We can see you're so busy. And yes, you still yes. took the time. And I, yes, and I have to go back to play something this stupid game. You do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I, that's where we'll I, leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it right now, but uh, <laughs> it's a labor of love. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> so nice he was i think that you have to be nice to be a designer that's true it's part of the prerequisites i haven't met any mean game designers yet maybe one day we will so nice and so generous and so lovely yes so we, i think we'll move on to what we played today which is the name of the segment where we talk about what we played today it's not self-explanatory so we, we, <laughs> we always make sure it's really clear we played two games first game we played is not out yet and that's pretty exciting we showed up and uh, they brought out a copy of imperial settlers roll and write which Uh, will be released in june this copy that they played with us is the first copy to come out of the shrink wrap ever yeah Yeah. publishing order came in like this morning so they brought out one and they ripped it open and all played a game together yeah and it was a lot of fun i especially love the artwork and the components yeah everything's really satisfying yeah the dice are lovely the artwork is all just like the same artwork as imperial settlers so it's all like cutesy and nice the main difference between this and regular imperial settlers is that in imperial settlers you can be kind of mean to each other and like blow up each other's stuff and that is not everyone's wheelhouse but in this one it even says on the back of the box everyone's left their old town because everyone's being mean to each other (laughs) and and they're all making a nice peaceful village together and so yeah it is a roll and write game as i'm sure you could have guessed by the title where you are building a like civilization city type thing it says new empire new empire <laughs> yeah nice did you see that oh yeah i see on the box on Very the good. box <laughs> which which we have because they gave to us they gave us a copy at the end of our day at portal games ignasi 
Trezevec, which I'm sure I got wrong again. Undoubtedly. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, well, you need a souvenir. Did you like the game? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so he just handed us this yeah. game. This uh, beautiful copy of Imperial Settlers Rolling Rage. Yeah. And so we're probably the first people to talk about it. You are. I mean, there might have been playtesters and things. I mean, like, we're probably promotional like... material. Yeah, yeah. But we played it and we're not a part of Portal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was really exciting. Yeah, and it was a good time. The game itself is fun. We only played the basic version, and I'm really excited to try the advanced because yeah. it has, on top of empire building, has some spatial puzzling. Yeah, like a lot of future thinking and a whole bunch of solo modes. Yeah, he went a little crazy and made 48 different solo modes. Yes, so I'm really excited for us to team up on that. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be a good time. The other game that we played today is volleyball yeah. in the parking lot with the portal team. Yeah, we were just <laughs> sitting in the lunchroom and a bunch of guys came in and were like, hey, volleyball, let's, let's, let's go play some volleyball. And so they all ran outside and they got a volleyball and we just like, I don't know the name, like... We hit the volleyball around. Punted it oh, around. Bumped. Bumped. Is that, a, is and, that what and you... And set. Bumped and set it to each other. It just, it just seemed like a really nice working environment. Yeah, everybody was lovely yeah. and nice. They were all doing what they loved, and you could tell. Oh, you could tell. So much passion. And that's that's all we played today. What we played today. What we played today. Hey, everyone. Sorry for the delay. It's only been like nine months, which isn't, which isn't that bad, <laughs> considering, I don't know, Game of Thrones reference? I, I, I don't know enough about the Game of Thrones books, but I'm pretty sure people are waiting for longer for that than they were waiting for this. Oh, yeah, we're still waiting for that. Great. So, yeah. there we go. But so we're better than George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> Ooh. We have like 0.000001% of the fan base. And that's probably a generous estimate. That's quite generous. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been around nine months since our last episode. And the majority of this episode was recorded those nine months ago. But we got a little bit distracted? Yeah, we had tablet problems too. Anyways, excuses aside, we're very excited to give you this interview now. And we hope that you'll stay tuned for our upcoming season. Yes. It's all beginning again. And this time we are going to have an established base of operations. And a laptop to edit on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which means we're going to be a lot more likely to actually do the podcast. So we're, we're moving up in the world. Yeah. We're very excited for your questions. Send them in, please. Yeah, sorry for not answering any questions on this episode even though we said we would at the start of the episode. Yeah, it's been a wild ride, y'all. Yeah. Uh, so your questions can go to peopleseekmeeple at gmail.com. Or you can go to our subreddit, r slash peopleseekmeeple, and post a question up on there. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. So soon. Bye. Bye.